0: up ladies and gentlemen welcome back to episode five of the 707 Moon podcast here with your hosts Ryan and Brennan. Uh, Ryan why don't you go ahead and let our viewers know what we're going to go over today.
1: Yeah today we're going to our training updates we're going into a viewer asked question Poirier and McGregor uh, three and then the pros and cons of living by yourself. First of all before we get into anything though we are going into another story. So in our house we have uh, this Punishment rule, this point system. Yeah. So if if you leave, it's t- to get the place looking cleaner. You know what I mean? We don't want it to be dirty. We don't want things being left undone. But so basically, you get a point for something that's dirty. Exactly. So that could that could be like a plate left out, whatever. And if, once you get three points, you get a punishment.
0: Three strikes, you're out.
1: Yeah, three strikes, you're out. So, Brendan got three points. I got three <laughs> points. Basically. Basically, at the same time, we have we have video videos of each other too. Getting our third point, Brennan took a video of me when I got it the day before, and then he, I took a video of him. He was on the porch, and you also get one for like leaving the stove on. So I just recorded him, and I was like, "Uh oh, look at his third point!" And then I recorded the the stove was left on. <laughs> you absolute douchebag. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but. So we both got three points, but Brendan's punishment came first because they have yet to to come up with mine. So Brendan, your punishment was me and Danny, our other roommate, shout out Danny, got to make a concoction in the blender, like the whole blender full. It's a big blender too. It's not like one of the neutral bullets, whatever, no, one of those small big, ones. It's a big old blender. Chunky, chunky. And we can make whatever <laughs> we want in there and pour it on them. So that was, that was our punishment for you. So disgusting. Brennan was absolutely just destroyed by this punch. It was the worst one I think we could have came up with. Me and Danny put, it was like olives, old ricotta cheese. Oh, my God, dude. I, I'm going to get I'm
0: gonna. I'm literally going <laughs> to throw up just thinking about that again.
1: Chunky guacamole, like cocktail sauce, spaghetti and meatballs. It was bad. It was bad. No, 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 no,
0: no. It was not normal spaghetti meatballs. It was Chef Boyardee old expired Chef Boyardee spaghetti meatballs. <laughs> Blended all this shit up in a blender all the way to the brim.
1: Oh, man. It was it was nasty. But so we had Brendan in the in the shower getting him ready. <laughs> and he comes on into the shower with a mask on cuz he didn't want to breathe it in. Oh my god. I would
0: I would have puked on the spot.
1: Oh yeah. It was bad. I even when I was blending it up, I told Danny, I was like, "Bro, I feel bad because I can't even like open open my uh, open my nose up. I was holding my nose shut like while I was blending it because that's how bad it smelled. So many expired things went in there. I didn't it's so fucked up. And we just poured it on his back. We have a video, but it's too long to like share. Danny has it. It's so funny. And how many times did you puke?
0: Ah, uh, three times. Yeah. Th- <laughs> I know this is how, yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you guys, you guys know, like if, if it's not, it's not that funny, Ryan, we're uh, like, you guys know in the, in the shower, everything smells like longer in the shower because like the water is hot. Uh, so they poured this concoction on me. Uh, I was so disgusted. I could feel it like going in my pants uh, all the way down my body. Just this thick, disgusting. I didn't know what it smelled like cause I was plugging my nose, uh, but I knew it was so much expired <laughs> food and just disgusting food. Then I knew if I smelled it, I would have puked. Uh, so they poured it on me. They got it in the back of my hair. Uh, oh, I, I, I immediately t- turned the shower on and got into the water, still with my nose plugged. Um, and I ended up getting some of my masks. So I took my mask off, and I happened to inhale the smell just for a second. Uh, uh, and you could count to 10 seconds. I threw up three times. It was the most it – was, it was literally like – <laughs> I, I can't even explain to you how potent and how strong the smell was. Uh I the words can't describe, uh, your punishment, Ryan. How bad it's gonna be just to pay back for that.
1: Oh my god! Now when we were doing it too, I pour I poured it on his back. Danny recorded it while we did it. I could not stand there, nor could Danny. We went out of the bathroom too, and we almost we almost puked outside of the bathroom from the smell. That's how bad it was. Like when I, oh I know you can't really you can't really for the viewers like they can't put themselves and smell it was so bad
0: oh yeah these, yeah i'm in the shower with this shit all over my body and these two are these two are being like little bitches in the kitchen like oh my god i'm gonna puke oh my god it's so gross and i'm, I'm in the shower with this all over the shower i was i had shampoo and i was i was spreading it all over the floor to get rid of the smell and try to clean it off of the side of the tub just that's i can't imagine like in the history of this house that anything grosser has gone down that bathroom drain no
1: way Oh my God! No way! It was no so way. thick too. We put we put syrup in it too to try to make it stick, uh, and we put guy, jelly guy. in it as well.
0: Yeah, we we gotta move on. I can't even. I can't even think about this again. Do
1: you wanna? Do you wanna give him a sneak peek for my punishment? What it's gonna be? Or
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, Ryan, uh, Ryan over here is absolutely afraid of toes. Anybody's Anybody's toes. I wouldn't even... say afraid. No, no. I was I,
1: grossed out by it. I, I would puke. Say, uh,
0: I would say afraid. I would say afraid, disgusted and uh disgusted is a Unco- great word. Uncomfortable in your toes. Um like let's say Brian's in breakfast. If I say like uh, how would you like some toenails with a side of mayonnaise, he will literally stand by <laughs> he will literally I know right now he's probably nauseous thinking about that. He will go to the sink and like dry heave because he's that <laughs> Man- disgusted.
1: Mayonnaise is like also another thing I just get like kind of nauseous around. I don't know why. I just so hate mayonnaise.
0: I, yeah, I don't like mayonnaise either. But uh, then his next punishment: he's gonna have to for uh, three days straight watch a, a video that I make with uh, with Danny uh, <laughs> uh, with uh, with different condiments spreaded on toes up close. Uh, and he cannot he cannot uh, exit the video or stop watching it. Otherwise, uh, uh, otherwise he has to watch it from the start all over again. Uh, and that's this punishment for three days. I already know it's gonna be bad. I already know it's gonna be great. I'm so excited.
1: I'm, I'm gonna be honest. I'm getting a little nauseous now. <laughs> 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 Just thinking about it. So I hate it so much. I hate okay. it so much.
0: Oh yeah, I I hated getting expired cheese dumped on my head.
1: Yo, the cheese was like there was water in it. That's how. Yeah, yep.
0: <laughs> All right. So our next topic for today, uh, we're gonna be going. Uh, so. We, upcoming program uh so those yep. who don't know uh previous episode we talked about our max that we just uh that we just ended Bo- ryan and i both hitting prs along with hunter uh ryan dropped in 365 hunter with a, a smooth 405 correction from his last time we tried it uh and i dropped to 500 uh so that was that was the peak of our program we are all super proud and super excited and stoked about the results uh in our next program uh we aim for the same thing and even more uh, we're going to – it's 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 primarily based uh, on bench, uh, squat, and deadlift. Uh, we're trying to be well-rounded in all three because, like you know, Ryan, uh, like squat was kind of lacking. Uh, it wasn't terrible. I mean, you were injured, so it was a little different for you, but squat wasn't terrible, but it definitely uh, could have been higher uh, in comparison to, like, other lifts. Uh, yeah, so def- for sure. De- yeah, so, uh, definitely looking to uh, be well-rounded. Bench was really going really well. Everybody's – I've uh, been doing pretty good at bench. No one's had really a huge setback. I know that you did a deload, but, I mean, you're pretty much right back to the weight you are hitting before. Uh, and this week I'm definitely excited to see you do numbers that you've never done before. So,
1: Yeah, this should be good. And like you said as well, we're going to change around just how we do things to be able to be a little more well-rounded. Because before we do, like, uh, one squat day a week, not really pushing it too hard, and we'd be more focused on deadlift, doing deadlift two times a week, Bench two times a week. So, you want to really get squat in there as well. So, what we're also thinking about doing is doing a kind of like a mock meet to start off before we do everything to see where we're at at everything. And then doing it two months later, doing another meet type thing, uh, mock meet to see how far we've come on everything. Because it'd be great and it'd be fun as well.
0: Oh, yeah. I'm very excited. I mean, yeah, like you said, the mock meet, we'll do it like a, I think that's a good thing to do. Uh, just to have like a starting point because obviously, uh, we had we had the peak for deadlift already, so we're obviously not going to hit the same numbers uh, as we did close to it, but not that nearly that. Um, so it's it'll be good to get a starting benchmark, uh, and then after, I think it's a two month program. Um, we'll be able to split it month by month and slowly see the numbers start to go up, uh, which that's the fun of it. I mean, I don't know about you, but like I I I, I kind of dread these like this week and a half off. Uh, after a max day because like like the motivation is so high throughout uh throughout the program and you have every day and you're like all right i have to hit this weight all right we got this sets at this rpe at this percentage and it has to go up um you know you're you have like this goal motivation and drive to want to hit those numbers and then like when you're off the program it's like you know like like what do you do you know what i mean you gotta like i guess just you know put like push yourself get a good soreness you know have a good workout um but you don't feel like it's like going toward anything I guess. There's there's no real structure, yeah. which I miss.
1: Yeah, and it's going to be nice for doing it on all three instead of just doing the, the two and just trying to hit more on, on each one, which we should honestly should have been doing, but we, we want to push for that deadlift. I know you want to get to 500 because it's a lifetime goal to hit that and now you're looking for 600. So, But it's just going to be nice as well to have all three and have the drive for all three, so every single day is going to be pushing it because that's basically what we're going to do. We're going to be in order to get all three of them, we have to do every single day. It's going to be towards something big, and it was hard for us too. We were discussing it in the gym today to try and figure out what we we're going to do. As long as, or as how our days were going to be, like we we're discussing doing uh, deadlift Monday and Friday, I think, and then squat. It was Tuesday, Saturday, yeah. And then I don't. We we have to. We have to sit down and talk about it and just see how our days are going to go to to be able to get everything in there. Because we, we also like doing arms one day of the week, just getting that huge pump. You yeah, know exactly, what I mean? So yeah, that yeah. has to be – we, we would try push-pulls legs because it would be able to fit it in a little easier. But that's just – we don't really like that. I mean, you've tried it before. I haven't. But I I know I, I like how we're doing it now. So I don't really want to do that. Yeah, but, sure. I mean, it's – go ahead.
0: No, yeah, no, you're you're absolutely right. Uh, um, and Yeah, I have. I mean, obviously, I know you haven't done it, but I, I do have that experience in the push pull. Um, it's not bad. It really isn't. Like, obviously, you're still in the game. Also, become stronger. Uh, in my opinion, that is a better uh, that's a better outlook and better setup for more of a casual uh, type of lift. Um, like, obviously, still still looking to get stronger, gain strength. But uh, as far as like the powerlifting goes. Uh, I mean, I have been studying these programs for close to a year and a half, and I see uh, what works and what doesn't work, and I've I've made huge mistakes, uh, have have had uh, huge setbacks. Um, in this previous program, I think you and I both can contest and agree that uh, like you dedicate the time uh, and focus to one thing, it's gonna it's it's gonna get better. Uh, and deadlift was a just a huge example of that. Um, and so then you gotta think like. Now, what if you have that focus on all three—bench, uh, deadlift, squat? Um, I wouldn't say we weren't focused on bench or, or squat because we were, uh, but the same level and uh, the same intensity in all three, uh, and that's where we're really going to see the progress and in numbers increase greatly. Uh, so that's that's—I'm really looking forward to that. It's going to be like a, a great—it's going to be really high motivation, uh, you know, and just every day is going to be another day. We're going to go and kill it, and then do the same thing the next day and try to better yourself.
1: Yeah, I agree. And once we completely find out how we're going to be going going about this, we'll keep it transparent with with everyone here and tell you guys because if you guys want to follow along, do the same type of stuff we do, just to, you know what I mean, so it's a little more relatable. And uh, we'll do that for sure, just so you can see. But, I mean, I'm excited for it. I know it's going to be good. And like you said, once you put more focus onto it, like you can't do that doing the – Push pull split, you can't put as much focus to it. Uh, once you do that, you see incredible, incredible improvements in it. And like our deadlift, we got, if we were doing something else, we wouldn't be able to see 20, 30 pound PRs in the matter of a month and a half, two months. You know what I mean? It just wouldn't happen. Oh, no, no, not, it wouldn't even come close. Yeah. So I think what we're going to go on next is a, uh, a question that was asked to Brennan about how to fix your bench form. Yeah. So Brennan, why don't you go ahead? Cause we want to also be able to teach things as well. Yeah. So exactly. why don't you go ahead and you put your opinion on that? Cause you've been lifting a lot longer. And then if I think of anything, I'll also chime in.
0: Yes. Uh, so, uh, this is an anonymous viewer. Uh, we won't say names, but, uh, this is a, this is a very broad question, uh, that a lot of people have. And it's, uh, um, it's definitely a concern. It's some. It's definitely an area of struggle that a lot of people are going through. Uh, so I had a I had a I, I had a guy DM me asking uh, how to uh, better balance uh, and have a I guess more of a smooth bench um, while he's uh, increasing in numbers. Uh, I saw I saw the video. Uh, basically, a lot of people, a lot of you guys out there probably had this problem when when benching. Uh, one side goes up quicker than another, um, or just very off balance and not. Uh, not controlled, I guess, I guess you could say, uh, the weight isn't really controlled all the way up and down. Uh, the bar path is kind of out of whack. Uh, and basically my response was, uh, uh, you want to keep your balance centered, uh, have a good arc. Um, because honestly, uh, I've learned pretty fast. Uh, your bar path is what's going to set you up for getting it back up. Uh, Ryan, you can definitely agree to this cause you've been through the same thing as I'm sure a lot of you guys out there have as well. Uh, you have, you have a a crappy bar path the way down. Uh, it's, it's going to be a crappy path the way up as well. Uh, you want to, you want to, you want to set it up and get it off of the rack, uh, just as smooth and controlled and as fast, I shouldn't say fast as, uh, as controlled uh, as you're going to get it up because the way you get it off, it's, it's a direct contestant to how you're going to get back up.
1: A hundred percent. Uh, I agree with what you're saying. The bar path completely sets the tone for the entire thing. Cause if, we we both been through it where if you know if you hit the wrong spot, you're gonna mess it up and it's gonna be a lot harder to get up. I've seen you because I've watched you bench for for five months now. Yep. I know where your spot is. So when I see you hit the spot and it goes up really easy, I know I know that's going good. But I'll see you go low sometimes or high sometimes. Like even us, you've been lifting for a long time. I mean I've only been lifting for four months, so obviously I'm gonna mess up. But even still, you're learning and trying to get improving um, oh yeah so just that little bit of the getting it too low or too high where you hit your chest that just makes a huge difference with how with how you're doing
0: oh exactly yeah it's like you said uh like everybody who's as experienced as you can think of uh, everybody's gonna have off days where you're not hitting the bar path everybody's gonna have days where you're not gonna feel strong uh it happens to everybody whether it's a lack of sleep um you know, maybe you didn't eat right that day, dehydrated, uh, just tired—like y- you name it. Uh, no one can be on and like you know focused and, and driven as much as they are every day. Um, but it comes with time, practice, and, and really uh, mastering and perfecting the movement. Uh, because at, at the end of the day, when you're trying to move heavy loads like this, uh, it's it's so important to have good form, uh, and especially when it's, when it comes to moving heavy weight. Uh, you have to control it and you have to uh, execute it with proper form and, and proper mechanics uh, otherwise it's just it, one thing leads to another it's a snowball effect uh, and I've seen it happen to everybody it's happened to me uh, I got uh, I had like a little brick wall that I was stuck at around 250 260 when I was trying to break through that uh, Ryan you felt the same thing when you were stuck at 170 for a while uh, just yep. just just it happens to everybody sometimes you're gonna hit a wall uh, just stuff doesn't add up. Um, whether it's uh, it's the mental piece, physical piece, just not uh, you know being, being up to par with it. Uh, but I would say yeah the best the best thing I can recommend because I've been through it and so have you Ryan uh, controlling the weight, uh, having a nice stiff back um, and really just keeping that tightness uh, and keeping the bar path correct is, is really the best way to, uh, uh, to move prop, to, to move weight well and uh, to have a successful lift.
1: Yeah, that's huge, controlling the weight. Uh, I remember you telling me when I was first starting, control it on the way down, explode out through the top. And that helps so much. If you're just letting it fall onto you, it's so hard to be able to push that right back up because you don't have, like you said, you don't have control of it. So if you're going down super fast and you just let it hit your chest, it's going to be, I mean, you can probably bounce it back up, but that's not working out how you're supposed to. So, it's gonna be, and it's also gonna be if you do let it and it's too much weight, that's gonna hurt as well. You don't want it to hurt. And, like you said as well, keeping your back tight. So, you wanna pinch your shoulder blades kind of. It's hard to explain without like actually being there for you, but like pinch your shoulder blades back and keep that tight there because you don't wanna put too much pressure in your shoulders. And also, Brendan, a lot of people think that a good bench has a flat back, still to this day. And what you were saying, the arch. Now, why don't you go yep. more into that on why the arch is important, and you shouldn't be having a flat back.
0: Yeah. So, really, the primary difference between the uh, having an arch and a flat back. Uh, flat back is great for, for bodybuilding, and actually, a flat back is great to practice here and then, because uh, when you have a flat back, it's primarily only a chest exercise, uh, chest and shoulder exercise. You're not really, uh, you don't really have to use your legs as much when you're doing a flat bench. Uh, but when it comes to powerlifting, you're trying to move as much weight as you can and having that arch back, um, for a lot of people is going to decrease, uh, uh, the, the movement, uh, that you're going to have uh, the window of movement you're going to have. Uh, so you got to if you have a back arc, uh, you're going to be close to the bar path and your bar path is not going to be, um, as great as if you're flat, you're going to have to move it less, uh, which in the end is what you want. You're be able to move more weight, uh, when you have an arc back, um, not only that, you're going to be a lot more stable. Like Ryan said, you're going to be able to sweep, uh, squeeze your sh- uh, shoulder blades right against the bench uh, and just keep that firm tightness, um, which can help you control the weight. And uh, another thing on top of that, uh, a lot of people don't understand, and this comes with the, uh, the question that I was asked on Instagram by this guy, uh, a lot of people don't understand the importance of shoulder strength because a lot of times, and I've seen this with many people, uh, when there's an uneven bar path or uh, – someone hits a, a wall or one side's, one side of the, like your arm gets quicker than the other, a lot of times that's a lack of shoulder strength because uh, a lot of the stability that comes from a good bench press is shoulder strength because uh, like pretty much all the pressure is, is put, on, uh, put on your joints that are, uh, that are really like the mechanisms for, getting, for, for executing the lift properly.
1: Yeah, I, I ran into this personally. This is why I think I got stuck at where I was at. It because my shoulders weren't strong enough. Because you'd see every time i try to move up in weight, I'd get it up, and I just wouldn't be able to finish it. Like, I'd get it up three-fourths of the way, and I just wouldn't be able to push it through. And I think that was because my shoulders. Because we weren't as much working on shoulders as we should have. And when you say arch as well, we're not talking about a huge arch like, like a bridge. You know what I mean? You don't want it to be insane, but a good smaller arch to... To medium size is okay, and some people you see doing it where they're like moving like three inches the bar. That's not that great, you know what I mean? At least, I mean you could disagree with it. I don't think it's it's great to work the muscle.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean with that, like I said, that's I mean these are guys that are trying to move weight, uh, and I mean yeah, it, it's not a huge range of motion, but it, it is the USAPL standards or whatever the standards are for that competition uh so I mean, yeah a lot of guys are just they're built better for bench they got shorter arms uh a really flexible back and when you have those uh combinations it's gonna it's it's gonna be a lot easier uh to move weight because you don't have a greater bar path um
1: yeah for me it's hard i have I have a very unflexible back and very long arms. Cause I'm tall, yeah. so it's yeah, just
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah, Ryan's got hard genetics for uh, for bench, but he makes it work though. He's got he's he's definitely been he's close to his body weight in bench, uh, which is a huge milestone. Uh, so that'll definitely be coming up soon.
1: Yeah, it's just slowly improving, slowly improving.
0: Yeah, it'll it'll get there. It's just uh,
1: yeah. I mean, like we like we said,
0: overall, uh, I can redo the exact response. Uh, just gotta pull it up here. I can read you the exact response that uh that i gave to this guy i don't know why it's not coming up here it's just kind of annoying (laughs) there we go uh so my my response um he asked me a question i get where you're coming from my best suggestion i can give is to keep your balance center controlling the bar on the way down it's what sets you up for getting it back up correctly if that's not helping, then also uh, helping with shoulder press and great shoulder strength is going to help with stability. Um, so that's pretty much what we went over. You know, like there's bench is a lot more uh, than just a simple press. You know, you got you got stability in your legs, your back. Uh, it, it's it's really for a lot of people one of the hardest lifts to build up.
1: Yeah, the the leg press is huge as well. Uh, I wasn't very well aware of this before, but Digging your heels in the ground and pushing through your legs also gives you that boost of power to to send it up as well. You don't want to get your butt off the bench, but using your legs to really push and dig into the ground and make it a full power just on the way up is a very very helpful. Exactly.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's uh, that's pretty much my response to uh, uh, to that question about bench. Uh, we're gonna try to do more of these responses. Uh, to we'll probably end up sending out like a Q and A. Q&A. Uh, to people that have questions because I know there's a lot of people that uh, they're still trying to learn this stuff that haven't learned before. And, uh, it's, it's my goal and uh, uh, you know, my intention to help uh, along with Ryan to help these, these people that are learning uh, so they can increase uh, their bench and any other lift that they're trying to achieve.
1: Yeah. And any question, if we do post that Q and a, any question that we do like, we'll answer on the podcast, but if we're, we'll also answer all the rest of the questions or try to as many as we can on the Instagram page itself but if we like a question a lot we'll try to answer it on the podcast
0: exactly yeah so yeah so you guys out there heard Poyer and McGregor 3 is happening maybe yeah,
1: yeah i i've heard talk about it so
0: it was released
1: yeah it was um I also saw it the other day that it might not, so we'll see. We'll see what happens. I think it's gonna happen, and I think it's needed because it's one and one right now. So, I mean, Yeah, it's, it's gonna happen. We we know who who you think's gonna win because you are his biggest fan.
0: Oh my god! Come on, you gotta you gotta you gotta support Connor. Connor Connor's a great guy.
1: Oh yeah, I am going. Dustin Poirier is gonna win this one.
0: I know. I so in my opinion uh i think uh i think mcgregor realized that uh like a lot of people said uh spending too much time on yachts uh vacations excessive uh, stuff like that you know what i mean he's enjoying his life and all credit to him i mean i mean he's he's done a lot of things that he's proven a lot of people wrong uh he's he's without a doubt uh uh one of the toughest opponents people have ever faced uh he had he had his uh his glory days like like everybody does um you know, he's proved so many people wrong, had so many amazing fights. Um, and I, I think that How? I, I just I have a feeling with this fight that I think he's, like, it's got to burn inside him. Like, they're one and one. So, I, I mean, it's not like one's better than the other. They're still one and one. Uh, I, I think McGregor will pull this one out because I don't think he can accept, like, the performance he had. He's even said it, like, uh, just wasn't on his game. And I, I think I think he's going to come back with a win for this
1: one. Yeah. First of all, before I before I comment on that, how baller would have been if he pulled up how he did, going on the yachts and stuff, all that, and just won. That would have been so baller.
0: Oh my God. And that's 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 the stuff he's done in the past. Like, I, I shouldn't say completely like that. More yeah, more or less, that he, more or less. He went to a
1: higher extent this time.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's living his life. I mean, he's got he's got he's got money to pay for anything he wants for the rest of his life. Uh, you know, he's got a wife and I think two kids. Maybe you know, maybe one, two kids and one more on the way. I believe. Uh, yeah, I think. Yeah, I think. His, I think his wife is pregnant right now. Uh, about they're about to have their third. I think. I think it's a girl. Um, but yeah, I mean, he's, he's just living his life. He's a dad. Uh, he's just obviously. I mean, I mean, back in a couple of years ago when he was, or however many years ago it was when he was in his prime, obviously, like all all he's focusing on was being the best, being the champ. Uh, so I think maybe you know the the busy life got to him. Uh, I think he realized where he went wrong, and he really needs to dedicate more time in the ring instead of out on yachts, uh, having having fun. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I, I I don't know about you. I know you're with Poirier, but I I think I really do think it'll be a, a much closer, if not more, on McGregor's side, if he puts in the time and effort.
1: See, I I don't know because Dustin Poirier has been going. Crazy in his last few fights. I mean, he lost to Khabib, but Khabib's also 29 and 0. No one's beat him. So I'm not going to really count that. But other than that, he's won one, two, three, four, five, six out of the last seven fights. Connor, on the other hand, has been on the downfall a little bit. He lost to one Poirier. He lost to Khabib. He lost to Nate Diaz. Uh, he beat Nate Diaz after that. But before that, he lost to Nate Diaz. So I mean, I feel like, yeah, he's gonna switch things up. But so is Poirier. They're both gonna switch things up to, to try to, obviously win. But I just think Poirier is coming more into it. Uh, he's, I think he's a better fighter right now than Connor. Connor didn't show. I mean, I just feel like he he just looked slow and not as good as he used to be. I don't know. There's not much, not so much more to it anymore. I feel like he's just coming out of it. He's still great, obviously. Don't get me wrong, but I just—he's just not the same anymore. At least in the last fight, he didn't look the same at all.
0: I would agree. I, there's nothing you can disagree with that statement. Uh, I, I mean, I have a ton of respect for Poirier. I don't dislike him at all. I think he's a hard worker. Obviously, he showed it off to everybody. Uh, he's a great fighter, and I think that I think he's still very young. He still has a lot to show. Uh, I think he's only going to get better, obviously, because he's 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 put in the work in the past, and he's going to continue to do the same thing. Uh, but I mean, come on, the Irish. Darius McGregor himself. <laughs> fuck what y'all think, fuck he's the he's the fucking champ, mate.
1: <laughs> no, nope, not anymore. I think. I don't know what what Connor was doing last one. He wasn't checking any of the leg kicks, so there. I mean, obviously he's going to change that this time. He's going to start checking the the calf kicks because that's why he went oh, down. Yeah. He just couldn't. But at the same time, too, poor Eric can decide to bring it to the ground as well. I think Poirier has a better ground game than, than McGregor does, um, but we'll see what happens. I, I, he's going to change it up as well. He's not just going to stay the same and go go for the same thing. Because if you're going to go in a striking match with with Conor McGregor, a lot of times you're not going to win that. I mean, you've seen a lot, um, but that's why I think the only reason he was or one of the reasons he was able to win last time was just because of those leg kicks. So, and he's he's obviously not going to get away with it again. So I think he'll try to change it up a little bit more, bring him to the ground a few more times, and I think he's just going to win. I don't know if it's going to be another knockout. I hope it is. It'd be interesting to watch. But this one might go to decision. I have a feeling it's going to go to decision.
0: I also I also, I think it's going to
1: be
0: a big battle. I think it's going to be a decision, too. Uh, I don't really see... Uh, I mean, a- anything can happen. Everybody knows. A fight's a fight. Anything can happen. But my prediction would definitely be a decision. So, but one, one thing that's cool... Uh, Poyer, Poyer basically got McGregor a, uh, a sponsorship, promotional deal. Have you seen that? He's uh, uh, McGregor was finding ways to, to treat his shin because it was badly bruised and broken, uh, and he, he ended up getting sponsored by, by this plant-powered cryotherapy brand called TIDL. <laughs> <laughs> he's got this whole promotion. He's like It's all over his Instagram. If you follow his Instagram, you go on it. Uh, he's always promoted yeah. this stuff. He, he's like, he's like, this, this stuff is what greater machines. Uh, it's really helping with the healing process uh, it, yeah he's got a whole deal now TIDL sports plant powered cryotherapy it's in a spray can it's so um, funny he sprays his shin and he said it really works whether that's real or not i've wanted to try it it's 29.99 per bottle uh, it's, oh my it's, god uh, i guess it's i guess it's the, it's the newest generation of sports recovery uh, and mcgregor's promoted it a lot over his instagram so I mean, hey, without that without the shit injury, I don't he wouldn't even have a sponsorship. So sh- I mean shout out <laughs>
1: shout out. Shout out for Poirier for kicking his lichen. I don't know. <laughs> now,
0: he's, now he's getting paid more money.
1: Yeah, so here's the here's the other thing too. This is why I said as well, McGregor was just not looking as fast. Um, the strike difference in that fight as well. So Poirier had forty eight compared to McGregor's twenty nine. I mean yep. if you look at most of his other fights Conor's other fights. Conor's winning the strike in almost all of them. Besides against really, I mean, Nate Diaz. He's just kind of a slugfest. That one really. Uh, but other than that, Conor McGregor is usually winning the striking there. So, or at least really close. I mean, the only other one that was kind of uh, far apart was against Khabib. Again, 29-0, so you can't really compare him to really anyone else but other than that McGregor's winning it every time but to be down by that many like 20 that's again not good for McGregor that's just this is not good he can't, he can't be doing that again and if, like i said that just shows he's i think he's aging and it's he's still going to be a good fighter but to to go against someone as high a level as Poirier at the, at the time he is now he's very high level it's just going to be very difficult and i don't think he's going to be able to do it again I would
0: agree with what you're saying. I, I mean, age obviously plays a difference. Uh, uh, obviously, plays a, a role in a, in sports. It plays a role in every sport. I mean, uh, a, a lot of the other guys, they're in their prime. They're facing these guys that are in their uh, 30s, high 30s. You know, starting into the 40s. Uh, and it's just how humans are. You're not going to be at your peak uh, when you're that when you're getting to the higher ages. Uh, I mean, so McGregor's proved himself many times before. Like, you can't take any credibility away from him. No, Uh, not at all. And but I mean, it's as simple as this with that last fight. Uh, you saw who put in the uh, more time, dedication, and their life toward the sport, and that's who won. It's simple as that. Uh, you know, I, I, I would assume that McGregor didn't have the same fuel and fire as he had in the past because, I mean, I mean, Dustin is, he's he's on the he's on the upcoming. You know, he's on he's still on a rise. He hasn't hit his peak yet. Uh, he's got the same fire and burn that McGregor did when, when he was in the same spot. Uh, so I, obviously the mindsets, Conor's got to try a lot harder uh, mentally to maintain that fire, you know, that cocky McGregor that he was, and, and that's just that's just what made him great. Everybody knew he, he was a personality and, and a half. Uh, you know, he was a great fighter in his prime, and, I, and it's just simple as you saw him put in more time and effort in the ring, and that's who won last fight. So it's gonna be the same for this fight. Whoever puts more time and dedication in their life toward the sport is gonna win
1: yeah uh, no doubt he's uh, definitely brought a lot into the game but like I said we'll I mean we'll see it, you, like you said before it's a fight anything can happen exactly but I'm I'm interested to see and uh, I I don't know when it's supposed to be I think it was like UFC 260 64 I think, was I think it was, it was
0: 60, 63
1: or 64 yeah one of those two I don't know when that's gonna be though uh but it should be interesting, and as well, I don't know if they're obviously not gonna probably take another fight in between there either. So the momentum carrying into the next fight is in Poirier's favor as well. That's why another that's another big factor. If you have that momentum, that, yeah, I just beat this guy last fight, like I can oh, do yeah. it again. Yeah, the motivation. That's, is gonna that's be there. huge. The, well, the motivation for Connor, like you said, he's gonna be like, damn, I can't compete by this guy two times in a row. But for Poirier, he's like, oh, I just beat this guy, I can definitely beat him again. So it's yeah. two different. It it's interesting to see because I don't know. It's gonna be fun, and we'll both be watching it. And I think Poirier's gonna win. You think McGregor's gonna win? So I mean, maybe we can place another bet on it, just yeah, like the, yeah. the Ben Askren Logan Paul or Jake Paul.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, we could double place another bet. It's gonna. It's it's exciting. And I mean, obviously, there's there's rumors now about it being postponed or, or moved back or not happening, but. I mean, everybody knows that's a fight that's destined to happen, whether, I, I don't know if it had to do with COVID or something like that, but it's going to happen. Everybody knows it will. It,
1: it would be a shame if it got put off.
0: It really would. That would be one of the, it would sell major, major, major uh, pay-per-views.
1: Yeah, it would be crazy. Any, any, a, any... A, a trilogy fight is, is insane. Like, you know what I mean? If, especially 1-1. One, one, you got to finish it. You can't just leave it. Yeah, you can't at, leave it. At, at, tied.
0: Yeah, exactly, you can't yes. leave one on one. You gotta find out who's the real champ champ out of the two.
1: Yes, sir. Yeah.
0: But uh yeah, another another thing we want to go over today. Uh, pros and cons of living on your own. Uh meaning like out of, out of the house you uh you grew up in. Uh like Ryan and I have explained, uh we live in a uh in a house away from uh, away from home for school. Um and I guess we would want to go over the importance, uh, benefits, and uh, and negatives of living on your own. Um, I guess we could start right off with, with, with negatives because a lot of people are going to want to know. Uh, there's obviously going to be some downfalls to it. Uh, maybe, Ryan, if you have some stuff that you want to mention right off the bat, you can.
1: Yeah, right off the bat, this is a big reason why I think more and more people are deciding to stay home uh, with their parents later and later into their lives like into the, the mid-20s and such, is money. Because schooling now is so expensive. So to be able to, to save money by living at home is, is huge, especially with the, the debt people are going to carry over into their adult lives. Just exactly. Think about it. Some schools are 60000 a year. Like That's ridiculous. That's not oh, yeah. at all what it used to be like. That's why it used to be a lot easier to move out because you didn't have all these debts. That's a big one um i really can't think of of others that would be that would be huge cons of not or huge cons of moving out on your own the money is really the only big one i can see why people would want to stay home cuz like i said saving all that money and being able to put it instead of towards rent towards your bills towards food and being able to exactly. pay pay off your your student loan debts is huge and I, I have uh, I have no problem with people doing that at all because I, I completely understand it we're lucky enough to have gone to community college where it wasn't as as expensive as those other other schools but for those people that do like uh, I might be on the same boat I might be trying to maybe live at home a little bit more I don't know well I, I would have to be in that situation to, to see but that's the only one I can think of is there any you can think of?
0: Yeah, I mean along with what you said. I mean, so money obviously that branches off into a few things. You said uh, you said rent, food, all that adds up. Groceries, especially like you have you have lifestyles like Ryan and I uh very big into lifting, powerlifting and really like trying to put on weight. Uh we we don't eat cheap at all. How much um, did you spend today on groceries? Uh, I probably close to we'll say
1: uh, I went to, I went to three different grocery stores. We'll just put that out there. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that's well, how. Made, that's how this. How serious this lifestyle is. You have to go to three different grocery yeah, stores you, just to find yeah, what you want.
0: That's how it works. I go to Aldi's to get the meats there because uh, you're not going to find uh, expensive meat at Aldi's. It's still good. Uh, so I got the meat from there. Went to Walmart to get a bunch of stuff. Hannaford to get a bunch of stuff. Uh, I'd say probably we'll say about a hundred dollars, uh, and that'll last me about we'll say a week and a half, maybe. Uh, <laughs> so, so it's, yeah, it really it adds up. you got, this you got. Yeah, it's just it's just I mean, yeah, it could be cheaper, but like that's just what we choose to do and I, I I wouldn't have any other way, but like you said you got food, you got rent, uh you got you got gas because we commute back and forth wherever we go. Uh I have to drive 30 minutes back home to go to work. Uh and it just it all it all adds up and you got to add on top of that things you want to do. I mean, yeah, you're going to want to uh go out to eat sometimes with like with the guys. Uh you know, there's going to like yeah, we have golf can up, so that's going to take an expense. I mean, it all it all adds up and uh you really learn how to manage your money uh, uh yeah, like, yeah another thing That'd car a pro I mean, yeah you gotta be a pro at it. yeah you got like what happens Some, some if something happens to your car like i got i have uh i gotta replace my struts in about two or three weeks now uh so that's about a grand down the hole so it's just like you know like there's always gonna be something that comes up and being able to be smart with your money and not and uh you know, not really waste it on stuff you don't need. You you become pretty good at that pretty quickly because you realize how fast it'll go down. I mean, what you bl- you blew what like several almost two grand. Thousand. Yeah, two two grand of fast food. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, dude, it's so my, bad. My
1: parent, my parents, listen to this right now are probably very disappointed in that. Yes, I'm sorry. They don't know. I, I, no, they're about to find out though. Oh I, my god. I made it back though so I mean that's it's crazy though too like when I used to go grocery shopping with my parents for like a week of food yeah it'd be a lot but for a whole family but it it would be like 150 160 and I'm spending 100 a week on myself now like that's the yep. <laughs> $50 $60 less for the entire family than what I eat now that's Oh yeah <laughs> what yep. you eat now
0: yeah, that's yeah, and another thing like this isn't really money related, but food. An- another negative to some people, if they're not into it, is uh, you make all your meals yourself. Uh, like, and you don't you don't learn this until you're out of the house. Uh, like, like when you're home, I mean, my mom always had like food some, ready. I, some I never people really... do. Some people do, but uh, like I didn't really understand how like how much time it took to really make food. Uh, and when I got here, I was like, like I'm, you're not eating unless you make it. It's as simple as that. Like, it's I'm just gonna magically appear all ready for you uh you you get pre- you get used to it pretty fast because at the end of the day it's yeah. food and, and without food you're going to be hungry so i mean it, you kind of have a self like motivation to want to eat obviously uh I, so uh, yeah i guess you ha- like when you're on your own there's a lot more stuff that you have to take into account for that takes time
1: yeah i give my mom such credit Same here. for for always always making food every single night cuz she'd work so long during the day and come home and immediately cook and to yep. me, it's just like, yeah, whatever.
0: Yeah, exactly. But now that yeah. I know,
1: like, if you have a long day, yep. especially when I'm when I'm working into the night, and I come home, I'm like, I do not want to make food. Like, even exactly. tonight, I had a long day. I ordered yeah. Grubhub because yeah. I was just like, I'm not trying to make food. My mom came home every day and just, oh my god, I don't know, and especially not for one person too; it's for multiple people. Yep. Such and I, a lot of moms or dads if your dad cooks my dad does not cook they're like that and then my my dad can boil a hot dog that's about it
0: that's hey, that, that's a good skill but you know let's let's take a moment uh let's take a, little, let's take a little scheduled break right now uh shout out moms that are listening to this shout out mrs yes. holland Sh- shout out shout out becky fletcher uh, in the cut uh, <laughs> shout out shout out all moms that are out there making meals every day uh or, or dads too if you're, if you're out there shout shout out mr holland shout out mr fletcher uh you, uh, you guys are killing it.
1: Yeah, uh, but it's so nice going to now back to home and having a home cooked meal. Oh God, I miss it's, it so much. It's so amazing. Oh, I,
0: I, I, tell my mom every time I get home, like she'll make, she'll make like something I make every day, tacos almost. She'll make tacos, and I'm like, how do you make it this good? <laughs> like, it's, it's same thing with chicken. She makes this barbecue chicken that I try so hard to do. Then I, I mean, it's in a, it's in a crock pot or like an air fryer on the grill, so it's obviously a little different, but. Uh, just yeah. sto- stove chicken just gets so old because you you can never get the same flavor that you will in a crock pot when the sauce is like has been marinating it or the grill where you have that smoky it just, you just can't yeah. replace it
1: Yeah, my mom me and my uh my brother and my dad would always tell my mom she's like why don't you guys make your own food like sometimes it's a joke and yeah. we'd always be like because it tastes better when you make it mom You gotta gotta be soft. Please, no! Please, gotta make it so much better. It tastes. It it tastes. You put extra love in it. It tastes better when you make it. (laughs) Even if it was like, even if it was like waffles, like microwave or like toast waffles.
0: (laughs) You gotta be such a sucker.
1: You absolutely (laughs) douchebag. Yeah, it'd be like you could just put it in the toaster yourself. No, no, mom. It tastes better when you put it in the toaster. You put it on the right setting. <laughs> oh my God,
0: you're such a sucker. <laughs> uh,
1: That's how it was.
0: Oh my God, no. But like, uh, on a serious note, though, uh, you live—you're living on your own, uh, especially. And I was talking to Ryan about this before when we were deciding to talk about this for the podcast. Um, a lot I've heard from many people, uh, too many to count, throughout my life. Uh, it's so important, especially for 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 guys out there it is so important to live on your own and and learn how to how to live on your own depend on yourself to live uh before you ever think about living with anybody else and i'm not talking about roommates because that's different everybody's gonna have a roommate in college uh, i'm talking about like settling down like 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 getting married uh obviously that's a huge step but like you know moving in with somebody that uh is like talking more so about like females uh i've heard this so many times you know I, and I've heard many stories, like I see these people, like they're 20 years old and they're moving in with uh, their girlfriend and not too much later you see them split up. Uh, because you got to think about it, like you've never even had the chance, especially for guys I'm talking specifically, you never had the chance to even be on your own and see what it's like. So if you don't know how to take care of yourself, how are you going to take care of somebody else too? Uh, it, it, it just, it doesn't add up. So like my biggest recommendation, because I've, I mean, we've, we're almost done with our lease here. We've done it for about a, almost a year. Uh, living on your own is so beneficial for uh, getting drive, motivation. Uh, and it really, it makes a man out of you. I mean, you can, you can, you can back this up hundred percent. I'm sure.
1: Yeah. It makes, makes you have to do something every day. Like, like yep. you can't rely on other people, like you said. And it really makes you just feel the real world how it is. Cause you don't, you don't. You're like kind of in a nest, in a cocoon, when you're with your parents' house. You don't, yep. you're not, you don't have to do certain things. You don't have to pay for certain things. Now, hey, I need food. I need to go to the grocery store. I need to make it. You didn't have to do that before. Most people, yep. it's it's completely different, and you have to define time for everything as well. Because now you're working more as well. Because you, I mean, a lot of people had part-time jobs when they're out of high school, but they didn't work as much as they would when they're on their own. So now you have to find time to be able to work, to, to hang out with your friends or whatever, because you, you still obviously have to have personal relationships to to be happy and do stuff. And it's just it's a, a lot better time management. You said money management as well. Time management is a big one. And just overall, just picking up little, little skills as well, like you said, cooking. And just uh, being able to do things around the house by yourself, like if something breaks, you have to know how to do all that. You know what I mean? It's just a lot exactly. of a lot of things you learn just by moving out. If you don't, you don't even realize that you need to need to learn.
0: Exactly. Yeah. It's it's just real life. It's simple as that. Uh, you know. And I it's it, yeah. I, I see I see people all the time, and I've I've heard so many stories about people who don't like going on, on their own for the first time, like when they move out and you know, it, it, it ends up being a very different perspective and a, a very different outcome for those people. Uh, and I just like, I've been through it and I, I can't even recommend any more to people that you, you need to, you need to, uh, become a man yourself. Uh, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta mature and, and learn what real life is like before you can ever think about, uh, you know, sharing that with somebody else, which is, which is, I mean, not to say you shouldn't have a girlfriend or you shouldn't have a relationship because that's all important. Uh, but obviously, yeah, you, you, yeah you, you can wait. <laughs> I mean, you're, you're in college. You, I mean, you're 18, 19, 20, 21 years old. Uh, you don't need to be living with somebody full time at that age. You have so much left to learn and so much uh, more to do. You're in school. You got stuff to focus on. Uh, you know, really, really know yourself and, uh, and learn who you are as a person and learn how to be in the real world and depend on yourself before you can uh, ever think about. Uh, about sharing that with somebody else. That's that's just my opinion. That's I mean, I assume it's
1: the same with you, Ryan. Uh, no, I completely agree. Yeah, you have exactly. to to be able to find yourself and your partner has to be able to find their self exactly. in order for you to be able to work cohesively together. Cohe- I don't know if I I might have just made it up in my own word. It's close to the real word, you know what I'm trying to get at. <laughs> I I had a complete mental breakdown there. But to be in order to live with someone and be really good with someone you both have to know yourself first and that and that the easiest way to learn and know yourself is by moving out by yourself you can't it's hard to find yourself and it's hard to explain like why you I, i mean obviously it's the independence but it's hard for someone that that still lives there to to understand why you need it's important to move out first and experience life on your own before you can move in again with someone else I'm not going to say can because you can do whatever you want but before you should go ahead and move (laughs) in with somebody else like that I I mean it's a big commitment and then let's say you're like learning together and then like you want to do something some way and then the person you're with wants to do it another way because you guys learned differently but when you're at home and it just doesn't work out and it it just causes a lot of problems it's better to to be by yourself know how you're going to do it and then they're, they've been by themselves. They know how they do things, you know what I mean, and how how to actually do things instead exactly. of arguing yeah. about it. Yep. Because we could yeah, because it just calls arguments.
0: It's your irre- it's irreplaceable. And you know, guys out there that are listening to this, they are like, "Oh, these guys are telling us how to like live their life." No, we're just telling you how to be absolute alpha males. Don't
1: uh, no, don't say that. <laughs> 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 that was dumb.
0: Well, it was not dumb. No, like, like, yeah. You don't have to listen to us if you don't want to live. If you don't want to like go by these buy these things, do you? Like, we're not gonna like chase after and be like, oh, look at this douchebag. Like, this is like, if you want to be, if you want, if you want to be a man, like an alpha man, uh, then do, alpha. Then, do, then do what this podcast is telling you. Simple as that. It's not. It's not. This is uh, a serious topic. All right, swoosh. I got I got my I got, <laughs> I got my co-host over here laughing at this opinion, but maybe that just means that one of the two of us is not alpha in this podcast. Oh
1: my! <laughs> oh my! The the word alpha male pisses me off sometimes.
0: Yeah, I, I you know it probably pissed me off if I wasn't one too. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: that's that's a good one. That was very <laughs> no, childish
0: to you. Yeah, very. Yeah, it was a nice. third great comeback. No, but uh, you know, <laughs> yeah, we I think that just wraps about. Uh, wraps uh wraps up today um you got a question yeah i do have a question i totally forgot uh yeah so like uh like every episode goes we alternate asking questions back and forth uh and so today i'm asking ryan this one's kind of uh it's kind of basic and generic but uh i'm just curious um say uh say you never started going to the gym with me uh and getting into the lifting like i do uh what do you think you'd be doing today like as of now well,
1: uh, that's hard. Um, I'd definitely not be as happy right now because during that time it was I was a uh, kind of depressed. I'm not gonna lie because there's nothing to do. My basketball season was canceled. Oh, yeah, so true. I, I was just sitting at home doing nothing and it was yeah. it was very boring, especially going into the winter times too because parks were shutting down.
0: Yeah. I
1: could, and I didn't have an indoor court to play at, so definitely during the winter. I'd have been probably really lazy. Probably put on some pounds. I would honestly though be working forty hours a week. Yeah,
0: that's um, not that's not a bad waste. That's not a waste. It's not it's not it.
1: bad, but my physical health itself yeah. wouldn't be good because no. I I need to be doing something like you said. I Either like working, I did work at during the winter. Even when I was going to the gym when we were out of school, I was working forty hours a week. Yeah. Um, but the only thing I can say would be I would be working and at this point, trying to get back into basketball shape, which would be a lot harder to do. And maybe I wouldn't be as motivated to do if I didn't go to the gym, because I would be so out of it and so out of shape. But I'm glad I did. And I mean, it was probably the best decision of my life, honestly, to go consistently and do six times a day because I'm in the best shape now I've ever been in. I found a new passion that I love and I want to pursue as a a career yep. and, and be a physical or personal trainer. And it's just, I mean, the cards played out how the best they could for me. So that, I mean, that's I'm just blessed. And every day, I th- thank God that I decided to go. I was really embarrassed to go at first because I was I was nervous, but I'm glad I decided to. And like I said, I'd just be working if I didn't go, and just being probably lazy. <laughs> there's nothing else to uh, yeah, it.
0: Yeah, yeah, There's nothing else to it. But uh, yeah, definitely glad that you're in the spot you are now. It's uh, it's it's sick to see. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, but uh, with that, uh, we went uh, our goal is like forty-five minutes tonight, but we're, we're like ten minutes over now. At this point, it's not not too big of a deal. We got some good topics in today, great great conversation stuff that uh, definitely beneficial to go over and uh, will help a lot of people out there.
1: Yeah, and like we said as well, we're gonna probably put a Q and A out. Uh, follow the Instagram for sure. We're posting on that tonight, and we're gonna start posting on it more. Uh, hopefully, we can get some questions from you guys and get a little more interaction with the fans and. Uh, be able to, to teach more as well because we want to be able to our whole goal with this podcast is to not only entertain uh, but also to motivate and teach so we want to get all three of that those aspects in there
0: exactly yeah that's what we aim to do every day and uh you know we like to keep growing the audience and uh hopefully over time uh let build the platform up and be a great area for people to come and listen
1: yep exactly
0: yeah, but uh, thank, if you guys are still here, thank you guys for tuning in. Listen to the fifth episode of Seven Moving Podcast. Uh, we're gonna be dropping quite a few episodes this week on uh, on some good topics. We're definitely looking forward to more episodes. Uh, but with that, thank you guys for tuning in. Uh, ch- keep uh, keep up uh, keep looking at the Instagram for updates on when updates uh, updates uh, episodes will be dropping. <laughs> God, I can't even, my. <laughs> just updates uh, updates yeah, updates. <laughs> yeah, updates updates yeah yeah keep keep uh, tuning to Instagram uh, for updates on posts uh, when episodes will be dropping and. Uh, Uh, definitely like Ryan said, the Q and a stuff, but, uh, with that, thank you guys for tuning in. Uh, and we'll see you on the next episode. See you later.